Thoughts on um, wet wheelies? Getting wet wheelied and dishing out a wet wheelie. I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of the wet wheelie. You know this. You like the wet wheelie. Do you not remember the wet wheelies from the Legs Club days? Yeah, they were funny as. Wet wheelies. I'm are very pro wet wheelie. Wet wheelies. We should bring them back more. There is a. There is. There is definitely a place for wet wheelies in the world. For sure. They're one of the great pranks and one of the most... They're just... Timeless. Like classic. They're timeless. Like, look, I don't know who created the Wet Willy or the timeline or the history of the Wet Willy, but all I know is that um, I appreciate it and I hope it's a tradition that carries on for as long as time stands. It's so weirdly, like, intimate. It is... You can definitely make it intimate. Like if you wet wheelied someone and winked at them and licked your lips, it would be considered quite intimate. Yeah, I'd be un- I'd feel extremely uncomfortable if you did that to me. Well, yeah, but intimate still. <laughs> These mics would be good for ASMR wet wheelie. What's up, nerds? Welcome back to the Barflies Podcast, episode 56 today. Joined always by my good friend and comrade, Alexander Russell. And a fine Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, shalom to all listeners, viewers, freaking flyers. What was that word? Shalom. Welcome. Shalom? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I like it. Mahalo. Thank 10, brother. <laughs> um... Not usually doing a pod on a Tuesday. We're both blessed with a day off that actually coincided this week. Doesn't happen very often. It actually, it actually happened very nicely. So uh, I'm thankful for that. For that being the case, um, both Cody and I had pretty good weekends. I'd say you went to the fabulous, well, what looked fabulous, Mode Festival, yep. sponsored by Boiler Room. Is that correct? Yes, I believe so. Um, quick question. Yes. Are we going to be treated to you in the corner of the boiler room camera? Like, cause you know how they record boiler room oh, sets. Oh, yes. True. Are you going to be in the corner somewhere just being a gremlin or what? Dude, I wish. I wish. I don't yeah. even know. Like, I don't. I don't have any recollection of acknowledging that the boiler room was going on. So it could could happen. It could have happened. Oh. No, but I would have been in front of the stage. I never went behind any stage. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Okay. I didn't go behind any yeah, stages. Yeah. Right. Um, no, that was that was awesome. That's actually um, head noise though, getting on video like that. Like any type of club or festival video or photography, gives you he- that gives me head noise. Oh, did you remember? Have you seen the photo of me in the club when I was like 18? No. With like three of my mates? No. Dude, I look like such a smeagle. Oh, mate. Schmeagle. All those kind of photos actually like make me cringe so hard. At, like, it, was at, it was at Shark Bar as well. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm like SD Films is in it as well. Okay, if anyone's got, I've, I've shown you, I'm sure. If anyone, and I've got the Adidas hat on and the stripy shirt. Dude, I haven't seen so that, bad. but if anyone has that photo, send it in to either <laughs> at Xander Russell or at the Barflies Podcast. Um, and I'm keen to keen to get my get my eyes on that one. I would put it up on the Barflies Podcast Instagram. In the hopes that people would also send in their photos of them what, in a club. What is your worst club photo? What is your worst club photo? But I'm always like, is that worth putting out to the internet? 
Uh, well, it's trailblazing. It's trailblazing. It's already out there. It's amongst the friend groups in the group chats, but it's Somewhere. not. It's not public. It's there's not some. Public there's knowledge. some photos deep in the in the chasm of the of the group chat that just can stay there. They should stay there. In humble opinions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shared photos should never be looked at like as a group. That should never <laughs> right. be a group. If you're clicking on the shared photos of a group chat, you do that in your own time. Yeah. You do that. You do that as like to reminisce or to confirm that some things are still out there. Or not. <laughs> if you play, if you like opened up your shared photos, you could you could go to jail. I reckon some in some group chats. Yeah, for what's in there. There's some yeah, some grim stuff. That sounds there. bad. I more just meant like the fucking dark humor. Yeah. and things along the lines. Yeah. Um, or just criminal photos of, you know, yourself in the club at yeah. 18. Yeah. Anyway. By the by. Where are we at? What, Mode we're festival. Mode <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. Um, Cockatoo Island. I hadn't been there before. Ferry over. Sun was out. Guns out. Dude, we were on the mimosas pretty early. Um, we had people over to the castle. Hmm. Um, for the first time in ages because it was like a day sesh. So we were like, okay, I guess we can. Let's try. We'll have people over. Mm. Um, turns out we only have like six chairs and we have like maybe seven cups if you mm. include our mugs. Yep. I'm actually using a takeaway coffee cup at the moment. Yep. These are the sort of logistics you, 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 you generally have covered. Well, in your house, in your house, there's three of you, right? So by... By kind of average, that's like what two cups each, and then a spare in case one breaks. Yeah, you know exactly, which makes sense. Yes, which makes sense. It does. Um, and you guys aren't really allowed to have company that often because Miguel. Yes, exactly. Kind of guarantees that doesn't really happen. Yeah. So. And people were coming over and they're like, "Dude, how do you have people over and only have this many chairs and this many cups?" And it's like, "Well, we don't have people over. That's why. This is why there's someone sitting on an." And SP. also, fucking. Who are you, mate? It's a, it's a share house. Yeah, who what, was asking? What, who? Jack. Said that. Jack Lawn was getting up me for not having enough chairs and enough cups. Oh, sorry, mate. Let me just get out the gazebo and the outdoor <laughs> furniture for you. Hey, get out of it. <laughs> oh, mate, I'll just go grab my outdoor camping set. Yeah. For everyone. Let me just, yeah, fuck. Go inside and sit on the couch, you nerd. Carry on. Um, just sit on my lap, dude. Come on, <laughs> seriously. It's not even weird. But, uh, yeah, it was it was sick. We rolled, rolled from here down to Alexandria. We did two pre's. That's good form. Pre's into pre's. Yeah. Into ferry. Yeah. Into mode. Yeah. Into R&T. Hmm, let's try it. All night. And then, yeah, got wrapped up like 10.30, got on a ferry, came back in bed by 12, which was which was awesome. That's very respectable. Yeah. I didn't feel too bad the next day, so. Any good, uh, who was the best set? I have no idea. they were fairly like, let's say underground artists. Mate, I'll be honest, couldn't name one person that played. I was just there for a good time. Righto. This is the one thing I always talk to my mates about it because everyone that is surround that surrounds me is like so on top of the scene. Yeah, they know everything. They They know know every fucking DJ that's playing, every event we go to, they'll know who's playing, where they're from, blah, 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 whatever. And I just like, my brain doesn't have the capacity to store, Mm. nor does it want really to store that knowledge. I'm just, you know, I'll come and I'll rip and tear and I'll go home. I agree. That's the kind of I'm same as me. I have an appreciation for the the, the music and the scene and whatever, exactly. But I'm not going to go and learn every DJ who's whatever. Yeah. If I like a couple of their songs, maybe yeah, I'd pick yeah. it up. And I don't really listen to techno like outside of outside of events and mm. parties and 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 the likes. So 
I'm just not that across it. But that's, you know, that's by the by. I just can't answer your question of who was the best. But it was fair play. It was heaps of fun. Mm. How's your um how's your weekend? Weekend was good, just worked. Mostly wed two weddings. Um two weddings. One of them was they were Queenslanders, one of them. It was actually quite funny. So like they got custom part of their drinks package, they got customized and they got four X, which is class A. And then they also was, Yeah. And then the the dad of the group of one of them, literally like in his speech, the first fight, no one had even said anything about Queensland at this point. Like no one had ripped on Queensland and made any Queensland related jokes. He literally started the first five minutes of his speech at his daughter's wedding talking about how good Queensland was and then was like, now about my daughter. And it was like, mate, you just did a tourism ad for Queensland. That's a bit patriotic. It was a bit much. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was a lot. Like, mm. it was kind of like, what? Like, that was such a waste of time. Like, you just, it was also, literally him talking about how good Queensland was. I like, kid you not. He kind of sounds like he's on the back foot a little bit. A little bit. Like, it was a, it was, it was a lot. It was a bit much. It was like, come on, mate. Time and place. Yeah. Like, take a chill. It's your daughter's wedding, mate. Come on. Um, but a lot of the weddings recently, a lot of the weddings that I work, they all do like this new trend. I don't know. Like, I don't know where it started. It definitely would have been like an American thing and then it's kind of come over to Australia. But what people do is they, the bride and, so sorry, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids come out in pairs, like paired up. Yes. And then they come into like intro music and they yep. have to do a dance. Oh. But it's like always super kind of cringe. Like always. Okay. Um, Hasn't been done tastefully. Well, you you can't really do it tastefully because they all just pick like they all just pick kind of super successful songs and then they don't, they don't really choreograph anything. They just kind of like shimmy or like do awkwardly dance in, you know? Yeah, it doesn't. The only one, the only one I've seen that was entertaining was because they kind of the people who were doing it embraced the fact that it is a bit cringe. It is kind of silly. So you might as well go ham Yeah, you do it. Like take the actual piss. Like take the actual piss and yeah. go away and take yeah. it way too far. Uh-huh. Um, so that's what one wedding I worked did and kind of the guys, the guys were doing, they had like sh- one of them was, what did he do? He did the WAP. WAP was the walkout song and he was wearing high heels and like jean short shorts but then like his tux top and like tux suit shirt and whatnot which was kind of fun and then he had that was like props involved which was kind of good and actually had a chuckle because you were like hey he's actually put effort into it yeah so it made it although yeah it's a little bit cringe still but he was leaning it, into it at least like when people do that yeah and that their whole that's probably the best example but their whole proceed like of groomsmen and bridesmaids did that mm. okay which was good but i just i reckon it's so embarrassing. A TikTok came out the other day on my feed that was like um, the bride does a does a costume change so she can come out for her bridal dance. And she came out in like – I can't remember what it was. I I like – like I refuse to watch that stuff because it makes me fucking cringe to my core. Yeah. Um, what, like wedding stuff? Or? But no, I think she came out with like wedding – like it, it was wedding-themed attire so she could like – it looked like she was going to start breakdancing pretty much. I think she was going to like get into some like, like some pretty hectic like shuffling or something. 
And I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> I'm not. This I'm not this wasting stuff my, I'm not wasting I'm not play. wasting fifty four seconds of my oh, life. Oh dude, this. it makes me feel so ill. Um Ugh. anyway. That is cringe as Yeah. Like I thought that was the whole point of like getting a nice tux or like getting a nice dress is the point that you don't want to get changed out of it because it's like that's what you wear for the day. Like that's your, it's your yeah. big day and that's what you spend all your money to wear that thing. Yes. Yep. Like shoe change, shoe change I could get because or taking shoes off, which you see happen a lot. Yeah. But I was I just would have thought you keep the keep you keep the tux and whatnot on the whole time. I I I'll, I'll be keeping my tux on. Yeah. At my wedding and any future weddings that I yeah. go to. Well, I've, I'm still yet to go to a wedding as an invited guest. Um, Have you not been to a family wedding or anything? No. I went to one when I was four, so it doesn't okay. really count. But other than that, I've never went to a wedding as a guest. Right. Um, only working. So I'm, I'm still eagerly anticipating. I've been to a couple. I've been, I've been lucky I've been to a couple. Um, yeah, they're good fun. That's why I was always good fun. really jealous of all my Italian friends because they obviously like they would come back being in high school and they'd be like, oh, we went to these weddings, blah, blah, blah. And they would talk about them. And I was like, holy shit, that sounds sick. Yeah, they probably have like 18 cousins though. Yeah, but I still, I was, so, I was always so jealous because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, holy crap. Sounds awesome. I want to go to a wedding. The one I went to like a month ago was cool because it was like, it didn't play any of just like the basic, um, yeah. Music, you know? Yeah, yeah. I actually saw Bill the other week, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think I might oh, have even said Jared's. this last. Yeah, Jared's. Um, had a good chat. Yeah. Talking about that. That that was the most – because you know how we were saying he's pretty – his style's quite – Outlandish. Outlandish, like unique. Yeah. That was – he was literally just wearing um, like a T-shirt and shorts. Was he wearing footy shorts? Do I remember? No. Correctly? No, just normal shorts. just normal shorts. Yeah, right. Yeah. Good for him, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> Friday night we played a bit of a bit of a prank. Yeah. On uh, I'm old, here, here for this. On old J Bones. Tell me. Talk um, to me. It's been received with mixed signals. We thought it was pretty funny. Who's we? Okay, so I finished. Con- work. Do you want to yeah, provide oh, overall context? I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. Don't jump down oh, my throat. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I finished work. I got actually. I started at three, so I finished at nine. Which was actually pretty cool. Finished really early. And I call EJ and I'm like, oi, what's doing? Like, obviously we had mode the next day, but I was like, is anyone having like a couple beers anywhere? Like, I'll come meet you guys. Mm. And he's like, dude, we're down at Jared's. We're about to play one of the all-time pranks. And I'm like, okay, um, wait for me. I'm coming. And I rode my bike down from the Union, which is only literally 30 seconds away. Yeah. And they're all in the park outside Jared's house. And I thought it was, I thought they were in the house going to like prank Jared in his room, but they were outside the house. Right. And it was EJ, Kane and our other friend, Chelsea. Right. And then I joined. So there was four of us. Mm -hmm. And they had this idea that they were going to go up to Jared's front door. And at the time we didn't know Jared was home alone. The prank was on Jared because he has the front room in the house. Yeah. Um, And we knew he was home or they did. I don't know how they knew. They just did. And um, they had this idea that they were going to play like the Undertaker music where it's like a big gong and it's like on a Yui boom and they were going to smash on the door and like try and scare him. So we go up and as we're about to play the Undertaker music, Jared turns the light on in the front room so we knew he was standing right near the front door. Mm. 
and they turn the they play the music and it's like and then EJ bangs on the door and he goes Travis you're a dead man walking and then we just fucking bolted like we just ran like what is it like a (laughs) knock like one of the all time knock and um we didn't hear anything like no one came out of the house like there was no messages in any group chats or anything and we were like fuck maybe he like just didn't hear it maybe he got and uh, anyway, I was like, oh, I'll call him and I'll pretend I've just finished work and see what he's up to. So I called him and I was like, Jared, what's doing? Like, what are you up to? You up to anything? I just knocked off work. Like, do you want to get a beer or something? He's like, oh, I'm just at home. I'm kind of just chilling. Like, we've got mode tomorrow. So I'm just kind of like laying low. But um, yeah, no, nah, not tonight. And I was like, oh, okay, all good. Like, I'll see you in the morning. And he goes, how's this though? Some random like edge just like ran up and started smashing on our door. And I'm like really scared. Like he's like, I, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I had to go lock the door. I'm like kind of too scared to go outside. And I was like, oh, that's kind of etch. Maybe just like stay inside. <laughs> anyway, the next morning, everyone's obviously over at ours for praise. And I was like, Jared, what was that? St- what were you saying last night? Like someone banged on your door or something? And at this point, there's maybe like ten to fifteen people sitting around audience, the table. Audience. There's an audience. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this guy like come banged on my door. It was super scary. And everyone's like. Oh my god, that's so scary! And I'd actually filmed us going up to the door. Yeah. And Kane's like, "Oh, Jared, did I show you this like TikTok from the other day?" By the way, and Jared takes the phone and he kind of is looking at it for a second, and you see his brain clock <laughs> that it's the four of us standing at the front door, and he's like, "No way! Oh, that's no so funny. way! Um, Wait, that's gold." <laughs> That is just good. That's just good prank work. Mate. It's really good stuff. That's just good prank it's work. It's really good stuff. We who, cl- who said, who took it not well? Jenna said it was really mean. Yeah. Nah, Jenna's nah. protective big sister of little Jared. No, nah, no, nah, that's but, not um, mean at all, mate. That's, that's what I said. I said, work. yeah, it's kind of like, it would have been scary for sure. But in that's hindsight, the point. that's the point. In hindsight, it was funny as fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the point. That's class, in my opinion. Thank you. That's just good work. We've, we've declared the prank war on. The JSB have declared the prank war on Flora Street. I imagine EJ screaming that at the top of his lungs also to be quite scary. Well, Jared actually didn't know what he said. It was inaudible to Jared. He just heard like yelling. Um, I can imagine that would also be the case if EJ was screeching something. Yeah, shocking that it came out of EJ's mouth and you couldn't understand it. Um, But Jared said it sounded like an old man. I'll show you the video after the pod. It's hilarious. Fucking A. That's so good. Yeah. Or should I just show you now and I can play it into the mic? Yeah, okay. It'll be funny. See if anyone can pick this up. <laughs> if anyone can pick up the... Is that a video of you playing guitar? No, it's Kane. All oh, right. That's funny. I'll show you later. Imagine how much more scared he would have been if he heard EJ, what EJ said. What he said. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I reckon you should have let the music play a bit longer in high Dude, it was in the moment. It was like kind of like a high pressure situation. Yeah, I know. I know. And it's easy to say. Look, it went, it went, it went swimmingly. It, to be fair, it still went perfectly. It went perfectly. But imagine if Jared actually heard him say, Travis, you're a dead man. Yeah. Imagine how much <laughs> more scary that would be. Saying yelling out Travis, you're a dead man is quite addicting. We've all we're all doing it at mode, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Travis <laughs> Pretty funny. Ugh, anyway, that. where are we at? Oh I don't know. Where are we at? Okay. Um 
Do you want to bring up anything here? We got some there's, stuff to go you through. You know what? There is actually okay. There's there's actually an astronomical level of notes here. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm actually there's so many that I'm actually lost. I'm looking at I'm looking at the the Google Doc, and I'm going, what is doing? Where do we go from here? Let me segue a couple. Okay, go for it. When the lost Sundays in the weekend. All right. Yep. On Sunday night. Great time. Human Movement was playing. Um, really enjoying some of his music recently. Some of his songs I've been listening to quite a lot, which leads into something that Cody brought up last week, which we wrote down but we didn't talk about. Maybe yes. it was two weeks ago. Yes. Do you want to explain this point? Because I want to get into this. I really like I'll this topic. This. And also last night I found about six of seven of these songs that you're about to talk about. Okay. So me and Kane are extremely uh, non-compatible in this sense. You know, we both share similar music taste. Um, and when we discover new songs, like we really appreciate them, mm. right? Um, I'm the type of person that when I find a new song, I'm so scared of over-listening to it. Mm. I will only listen to it once a day. Right. Max. And if wow. I hear it, come on again, I'll skip it. I'll go, I don't want to hear it. I've already heard it. Because I like to prolong how, how much I get to listen to this song. And I think when you only listen to it once a day, I really just take it in and I really like, I love it. And when I get, to, when I know it's that time of day when I'm going to listen to it, if I'm like getting in the car to go to the beach or something, I'm like, I get to listen to this song. How good's this? However, Kane, and it seems like the majority of people, when they find a new song, they will listen to it as many times as they want. Sometimes they'll just listen to it on repeat. Sometimes they'll listen to it six times in one hour. Kane said he drove home from work the other day and listened to it five times on the way home. Mm. And I'm like, that's ludicrous to me. That's how much I'd listen to it in a week. See, I reckon, I reckon you're definitely in the minority. Here. Well, it's, I, I didn't think so, but it's becoming apparent that that's the case. Because, mate, if I... When, if I find a new song that I enjoy listening to or a handful of songs, I'll literally only listen to those maybe 10 songs a lot. Or if there's like a sound or a type of genre of music that I really, really enjoy or I have like I'm enjoying, I'll literally just for two, three weeks, that's all I listen to yeah. is that genre. Like when, remember when I was telling you about all like listening to all like the Metallica stuff and all that? Yes. Literally every day for like three weeks, that's all I was listening to. Was that kind of genre mm. of music, and like same, like it kind of ebbs and it kind of comes and goes as like different things. Mm. Um, but definitely, I'm one of those people who, yeah, if there's a song that I really enjoy or really like listening to, just all the time. There was one when I went and saw the Elvis movie. There was a song at the end of the movie. Um, it's called Unchained Melody, and I reckon I listened to it about fifty times the next week. It's such a good song. Mm. Yeah, but then didn't you get bored of it after no, like a week? No, no, no. I can still listen to it. But I just, I find for myself that once I've once a song has run its course for me, I it just doesn't have the same spark. Nah, no, nah. it doesn't lose its its spark for me. I, mm. I might just like because by the time that I've switched, if I come back to it, it comes it comes back. Mm. But there's usually like if I'm like listening to something. Like something about a song could be so small, the smallest thing, like a, literally a sound or like a change in something yeah. in like the music when it's on. Like something so small can be like the one thing I like about it. So when I listen to it, 
I literally just really enjoy that one part mm-hmm. and that makes the whole song. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But that, that thing that, that makes, makes me enjoy it doesn't get old. I think, I, I think I'd call it, for me, I'd call it the honeymoon phase of a song. Right. It's like the first like 10 to 15 listens where it's just like euphoric. Every time. Yeah. Mm. And I like to revel in that. That's fair. You know, it's actually quite impressive that you can do that, although it is a bit freak behavior, but it is impressive that you can do it nonetheless. I might clip this and put it on the inside and get people's responses because I genuinely, I genuinely would like to know if there's more people like me because everyone I've asked is like, I just listen to it heaps. Mm. So I don't know, reach out. It's actually, I was thinking about this last night. Like it's kind of crazy that with Spotify and I guess Apple Music as well, um, that you can literally grab any song from like any period almost that has been where recorded music has been a thing and you can now access it and it become can become one of your favourite songs. Like literally a song from the 1980s in Nigeria is yep. one of my favourite songs at the moment. Yeah. And we played it as the song of the week last week. Yes. Like doesn't that crazy? It is. It's, it's, it's wild. Like that song's from before I was born Mm. and in a different country, somewhere I've never been, but it can become one of your favorite songs. Yeah. Just because you heard it on Spotify. Spotify is, yeah, I couldn't live without Spotify. No. I reckon it's probably my most used app. Yeah, definitely up there. Be top two. After like Instagram or Messenger. Yeah, I hate how much I use Instagram. But it would definitely be up there. Yeah, for sure. Mm. It's the best. We always G up Spotify so much on here. Yeah, we we love podcasts. We love music. We literally, I don't, I think like every fourth episode, we say something about Spotify to G up. Probably, it's we can't help it. We can we talk about do we talk about Spotify or work more? Probably work, 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 work for sure. But mm. speaking of work. Wait, hang on. Can I bring something up? Yeah. Is this what I think you're going to bring up? No, it's not. It's something different. I was going to bring it up at the start before we went into mode. But me and you struggle to like get together. Or not struggle, but we find it hard at times to get to align our schedules and do a podcast. Mm. And I'm assuming, you know, the majority of people that do podcasts, you know, it's not the only thing they do. Like I'm assuming they, for the most part, they would also work full-time jobs. Because you might be shocked to hear this, but we don't actually get paid for this yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, yeah. Not yet. We actually don't make any money off this. That's a working So problem. we kind of do need a job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I don't know how the how the fucking podcasters find time to do this shit. What do you mean? Like, I don't know how they everyone find like you know how every podcast is like, yeah, it's every Monday. Yeah. How do they do that? Because I was thinking like our podcast is so sporadic. Like if we get it out, it's almost like Every week, it's almost a miracle that it goes out. Doing it is doing it is enough of a thrill. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just getting it out. But it's like it'll go out. Like you have, you can message us and be like, "Where's the pod?" And we'll be like, oh, "We don't know." We Do you know, know what I mean? But it's coming during the week. It is coming. Well, uh, we, well, we're supposed to have Mondays clear. I know, but I've been fucking copying Mondays, which is annoying. Mm. Um, I think Tuesday, Wednesday is going to be my days off now. Yeah, because oh, I'm playing Oztag. Did I tell you? I yes. Oh. So our Wednesday futsal team is now also playing Oztag on the Inner West Boys on what day? Tuesday. Oh yeah, nice. I'm playing tonight as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you have work off on Tuesdays mostly? Mm, I don't. Not rostered day off, but it just like happens. Okay. Mm. Same as me on Mondays, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, we get it out when we get it out. But we st- it still happens. Oh, it happens. 
It happens. I'm off next Monday, so we're good. Okay. We're so in the clear. That works for me. That works and the thing is, when the podcast goes out on Monday or Tuesday, like it goes out in, in a much more coherent manner. Mm. Because if we get, as we always say, we get washed up in the tail end of the week. It's over. You know, Thursday is the bartender's Monday. <laughs> so if it goes out on Wednesday, like I'm not, not co- I'll get lost in the weekend. Yeah. Vis a vis, I'm not even sure if I've uploaded the YouTube from last <laughs> week. Do you know if I've done it? Well, I haven't checked. Yeah. yeah I, so. I, honestly, I could have done it. I might not have. I can't remember. That's we'll, what. It, okay. We'll Sorry. We'll have a look. My point is I'm impressed that other people get their podcasts out so consistently at the same time every week. Yeah, we're, not the, <laughs> we're, not, we're not the greatest organizers of all time. We'll get there. We'll get there one day. We'll get Maybe there. if me and Xander eventually work like normal jobs, we will. How good is a cushy nine to five be? Like, honestly, I did one shift in admin at my work, in the office, on the computer, on the big chair. Did you like it? In the aircon, mate. I was I was smitten. Really? I was absolutely smitten, mate. It was unreal. Didn't have to talk to anyone. Wasn't it boring though? No, not at all. It was okay. so good. I was loving it. I was like this. It was sensational. Mm. I was like, this is the only little taste of a prop of a nine to five I've ever had, and I'm, I'm in. I'm loving it. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm. I well, obviously, when I did the cafe, I had consistent hours, but I hated it because of like. Maybe it's because I was doing the nine to five, but I was still working like an absolute demon. Dog. Like a demon. I've never worked so hard in my life. Um, and I hope to never work that hard again. <laughs> <laughs> that was so hard, that job. Anyway. <laughs> I remember I just get home. I don't know how like shout out to tradies. I'm so I don't know how they do it. Age? Yeah. Well just tradies in general. Age is the one that is obviously the closest to me, but they get up early, they work like a dog all day, and then they come home and they've then got to do it, try and do life admin. Mm. Like, oh, mate. No thanks. No thank you. Mm. No thank you. Um, no wonder he, he eats cookies for dinner and shit. <laughs> no wonder he doesn't have his stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive. Anyway, what were you going to say? Um, I so rudely interrupted you. <laughs> no, that's okay. I wanted to know about... The your point about work, what I thought you were about to say, what you told me when before the, the episode on the, the note that I then wrote in wrestle, wrestle tapping. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, how could I forget? I swear we've spoken about this, maybe not. Um, okay, this is my if we were still doing love and hate this week, this would be my beef this week. I'm talking about the fucking 10-man in WrestleMania that goes on. <laughs> Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. <laughs> Money in the bank. Money in the bank when people are trying to pay for a round of drinks at the bar. It's Ray like Mysteri- someone- <laughs> Ray Mysterio 619 someone to get that card on their possum Dude, someone offers to pay and their mate's missus will come off the top rope with their phone and go, don't you pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll call the bartender. They'll call. They'll bring me into it, and they'll go, "Mate, don't you let her pay for it." And I'll go, "Geez, Jen, someone just tapped their goddamn <laughs> phone." Seriously, I'm standing here looking at these guys, like, dude. Like, for example, you know, if I'm out with my girlfriend, yep. and it's someone's turn to pay, let's say it's my turn to pay, and she pays, I'm not gonna like, you know, take her head off 
or I'm not going to two foot her. Yeah. I'd be like, don't you pay for this. Don't you I'll just go, you know what? I'll just get you next time. Yeah. I'll get you next week. Civil. And like, the, you know, people like to think I'm a man of common decency. Yeah. I generally will get them back. You don't, you have to make a scene to be chivalrous. No, exactly. Some people tell you go fucking ham. Go above and beyond. It's like, dude. Like, met, like guys, girls, everyone, yeah. they go like sometimes go so titter to yeah. try and tap it. Yeah. Like make such a scene. Mm. I find it's more um, middle-aged people. Yeah. Like parents who are out for dinner for the first time in a while. Well, to be fair, they have something that we don't have much of, which is called expendable income. <laughs> now, <laughs> if you ask, if we were out for dinner, I wouldn't happily shout you dinner. Yeah. I want to save that $25 yeah. for me. Yes. But they can, they've got jobs. Dude, they've got real jobs. They I, can do <laughs> I actually turned around and said this to my coworker the other day because someone came up and just went, um, hey man, can I just get like... Oh, like six fireball shots and like four espresso martinis. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, no worries. And it was just him and he just tapped. And like, didn't flinch. And I was like. Wow. That's your budget for a night out. That's what. That's, and what you'd probably drink in a night that's out. That's what adult money looks like. Mm. I was like, I was genuinely like in awe. Yeah. And I turned around to my coworker and I was like, is that what like. Is that no, like normal? Yeah. You should see uh, people do it more. It's like it'd be like a $400, $500 lunch and then just like get the black Amex out. Yeah. Or the black card, whatever. Some of them look sick. Some of the cards that like people with money have, <laughs> the cards themselves look like really baller. Like yeah. I don't know if any, anyone else is like, or you've seen them or whatever, but some of them, and some of them have like the metal strip in it that make a good sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, have you seen that um, you people like will actually – order a metal card like their card is made those. out of metal and it's like printed in mm-hmm. like it's like year eight you know when you did year eight metal work and you'd like knock the numbers into yeah. your suit ladle yeah it's like that but professionally done and a credit card it's awesome so steez so steez dude so steez yeah being rich must be nice hey? like, imagine being rich dude <laughs> honestly how good would that be like think about how many of your worries just float away with the fact that you have money yeah like they say money doesn't buy happiness, but it does to an extent. Mm. You know? I've just started. Like no one doesn't like, tell me you're not happy being comfortable. I can't. You know what I mean? I like, can't. I honestly can't. Like, come on. I've tried to start being even more frugal with my money because I found myself crawling to my paycheck every week. <laughs> when and I was when like, you say that, do you mean like you're now eating food out of bins and stuff? Or like, what are we talking? <laughs> I just mean like I've been a bit like more smart, like, just a bit more sort of conscious of what I'm spending my money on, how much I should be spending each day. And like, you know, if I'm only spending this much on Thursday, that means I've got an extra 40 bucks to spend on Saturday. Right. Things like that. Just being a bit more like aware of where my money's going. Like using my binge account, stuff like that. Yes, exactly. I was going to actually reach out and ask if I could use your KO. Um, Oh, (laughs) no, that's crossing a line. Sorry. And sorry. Is that too much? That's way too much. I thought that'd be a bit scumbaggy. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I wouldn't. I know we're good mates, but I just have a rule. I don't give my KO out to anyone. That's my crown jewel of streaming services. But it doesn't affect you. Yes, it does. How does it affect you? Because because if someone's watching my KO, can't you do two at once? No, you cannot. No, I haven't paid for that. I think you can on KO. No, no, because I know it doesn't happen. Because one time my sister gave my KO. I gave it to my sister, who then gave that information, which I'm not. I'm not, but then she gave it to her boyfriend who was watching the golf on it. Yeah. I came home and watched the KO Mini. 
couldn't watch the KO Mini. Well, that's of the NRL after work. Well, that's the thing because sport is live. That's it. I'm not breaking any any you know any ground with that, but like my point is, you, you and I would both be want to watching the same thing at the same time. I'm not giving, and I'm not giving. It so to I'm you. now saying how that's an issue. Yeah, and I'm just not giving it to you. That's fair, and I should you know just also pay for my own KO because I adore it. Yeah, why would you get rid of KO, mate? Like we've said before, man with that KO is like a soldier without a gun, right? Well, I wouldn't get rid of it. I was just trying to stooge yours. Yeah. Anyway. Taking, um, taking advantage of my nicety. I'm impressed by adult money. That's the point. Yeah. I can't wait to one day have that. I know. I'm so keen. That'll be sick. That'll be awesome. Just being able to like, I don't know, buy stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Like, imagine having enough money to, like, buy a house. Wait till you – like, I'm not being like, dude, I fucking have moved out. I pay all my own shit. But, like, wait till you move out. Like, you have to be – you actually have to be switched on with your shit. I'm switched on. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, can I bring something up to you? You can bring something have up to me. Have you seen – okay, this is such a change in what we're talking about. But let me – I'm just – I saw it last night. Go for it. And I, I've been meaning to talk about this. On Snapchat, have you seen the guys called the Kings of Pain? Is this like the people on like the Explore page? Yeah. No. Um, so <laughs> pretty much their whole show on Snapchat is literally just getting bitten by different semi-poisonous or just like nasty animals and then ranking the bite of the animal in terms of like – they have like different criteria. They have like, um, oh god, I remember. It's gonna annoy me. They have like, uh, like different. They've got three different criteria they based on, and they rate it all out of ten. Okay. And they're like bite, and they're like pain factor. Okay. They do it, and one of them's Aussie, and one of them's American, but they literally just the videos are so <laughs> random. The guy will just have they'll just have their arm out. And the other one's going, okay, you ready? And then he goes, yeah, man, I'm ready, ready. And they just force the animal to bite the guy. Like one of them was like a goanna and shit. Like oh, my the, God. The videos are fucking gnarly. So um, they've got like a large lizard on hand. Yeah, or like snakes, spiders, oh centipedes. I was just thinking like beetles and shit. No, 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 no. Kings of pain. Wouldn't you just go on Snapchat? No, because then I have to watch ads. Here we go. Kings of pain. Look at wildlife biologist and professional hander they get bitten stung by some of the most dangerous animals and insects in the world to come to create a complete and comprehensive pain index to help save lives that is what the show is about is that a bit of gst on their um bio massive gst it's kind of sounds like a jackass ripoff is it not uh it's not no because this is way more serious than, than that um Okay, so yeah, there's a 30-point scale with three categories, intensity of initial physical pain, the duration of the pain, and the after effects or damage. I'm intrigued. Right, worth a watch. You know what? You know what? It's a great toilet watch. Can I see if it'll come up on mine? Yeah. It probably, now that your phone's been listening to us, it definitely will. Surely. If you're looking for something to listen to or watch on the toilet, Kings of Pain, right? Let me just say that. I'll say this. I get scared... Like scrolling down this like Snapchat feed in case I see something that I don't want to see. You know how you see some just like rank shit on here sometimes. Like what? Just like, um, 
Um, I don't see. What is that? That's what is that? Dr. Clean. What's he cleaning? Dr. Is that an animal? No, that's a human. That can't be. That looks like a human. What part of the body is that then? Let's see. Let's see. Oh, don't don't click, it. don't click it. What is that? What the fuck is that? It's got to be an animal. Can you? Can I click it, please? Yeah, if you want to. I want to see what that is. Oh, he Doctor Clean doesn't just clean people; it cleans carpets and all other stuff. Look at that. <laughs> Doctor Clean's got. It is satisfying, Doctor Clean. I don't know what that rank thing was that he was. Cleaning. I'm look, I'm trying to. I'm scanning through it. Okay. Oh, fuck. What is it? What is it? Oh, I don't know. It's fucking great. I'm not watching it. Is that an eye? Or an ear? Oh, it's a pig. It's a pig's eye. No way. No, that's actually fucked. Is it bad? Yeah, it's bad. Can it's I gross. Like, that almost made me throw up initially. Dude, what? Nah. Oi, that's fucking... Okay. No, we shouldn't anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh dude, that's bad. That's really bad. That is actually... I shouldn't watch so much of that. That was not... Well, that, that's my point. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a da- it's a dangerous Wait, why scroll. Why did you go that far down? <laughs> I don't know. Why did you go down that far King, down the rabbit hole? I was dude. looking for Kings of Pain. Fuck. Okay. That's a later problem. That's a later problem, but... Kings of Pain... Don't look at Mr. Clean. Look at Kings of Pain. Dude, right. also, how's the um, how's the range on Dr. Clean? <laughs> Dr. Clean. He'll draw you in with <laughs> he'll draw you in with this, you know, nice Turkish rug. That he's cleaning. You know, it's very satisfying. 78 by 50. Great for your lounge room. Um, here's actually the inside of a pig's brain. <laughs> here's, a, here's, a, here's a moldy pig's eye that we're gonna <laughs> clean out while it's still awake. I like how he's just using a Q tip as well. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah, that's anyway, just fucking where are we at? That's one of the more rogue things that we've watched on this show. Okay. Um, okay, one more thing before we go to the right, the BP. Hit me. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, you know, let's say you're on the ground floor and you need to get to the first floor. You jump in a lift. Yeah. The thing <laughs> is it's it's covered with mirrors. Yeah. As they all are. How like is it possible to not look at yourself <laughs> no, it's in these mirrors? It's impossible. Do you like, okay, if you get into, a, into an elevator and there's only like one other person in there, will you still try to get like a sneaky look in? Oh, I'm getting a sneaky I reckon if it doesn't matter how many people are in there, I'm having a sneaky look. Yeah. I'm having a sneaky, I'm just checking, just quickly look at myself in the mirror. Just a, just, just an up and down. Just like a little. Make sure everything's yeah, in order. Right. All tickety boo. Do you ever get it? Do you ever walk in sometimes and just go, oh, fucking hell. I look rough. <laughs> yep. I look rough. I look, I, I don't look sweet right mm. now. I used yeah. to do a lot of elevator time when I used to do deliveries at the cafe. Mm. And sometimes you'd go in and you'd just be like. Looking disheveled. Just like, like absolutely tr- just trying to keep things in order for five hours on the floor. And then I've had to go into the CBD to do a run and I look like I've been hit by a truck <laughs> covered in coffee. Like just looking so unpresentable in the midst of like this. Intense corporate, corporate environment. Yeah. It's like, yeah, here's your, you know, here's your quiches. Cheers, bro. But I just, I don't know. I find it so hard not to look at myself. And I feel like anyone who says that they don't. Is lying. Is lying. Yeah. You're a liar. You're lying. Stop lying. Uni elevator. Always do it. Yeah. yeah. I was actually in the elevator the other day with someone at uni. And they walked in like 
like the next level. Like I was already mm. in the elevator by myself and they walked in and I was going up a couple of levels. And I think we were both doing it at the same time. Yeah, nice. Do you ever do a quick flex or anything? A quick what? A quick flex. In the mirror? Yeah. Uh, no. No? Do you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> when you say flex, you mean like through your shirt. Like, I don't know. Just like a J-up. Like a self-imposed flex <laughs> for a J-up. <laughs> I don't so know. I'm just cheering you up. But you do it. Though. You no, obviously, if you're trying to see if I do it, I reckon that's I'd, because I flex in my own mirror at home all the time. Yeah. Just to make sure the rig's in order. <laughs> yes, sir. Dude, I do like a half a push up and I'm like, am I huge yet? Am I pu- that's my morning pump done. I went to the gym twice last week, so I'll be shocked if I can fit through this doorway. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, I did say that that sweater did make you look a bit buff, mate. It's gone straight to my head, yeah. clearly. Jeez, all it's he. Should we get into the back page? Let's go BP. Let's we were going to do a full sport episode today in the wake of, you know, the, uh, I was going to say like <laughs> triple world, the Cups. triple world cup. But we realized two things. Well, one thing I said to Cody today, I thought the football world cup was a lot sooner than what it is, but it's in the middle of November. So we've got ages. So there's no point doing one now. It's still probably four weeks away. Cause it's still a month. It's still a month away. Yes. Um, so we'll probably do that one closer to the eve of. However, Rugby League World Cups has kicked off and the Cricket World Cup kicks off this Saturday. Yes. With the playing with the playing games for the World Cup for the cricket already starting. Um so let's do we have back page notes this week or no? Not really. Yeah, we got three. One's from last week. One no, but one's come to for Oh actually yeah. It's carried over. It's carried over. Oh it's, it has carried over. I forgot about this. I didn't realise that wasn't in last week's app. So Des has since been fired since last week. Since we talked about it. Because remember we talked about it last <laughs> week. We were saying like yeah. what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yep, I remember. And now he's gone. And we were saying 2024 was looking unlikely and 2023 was like a maybe. And now yeah. he, and like a day later he's gone, fired, done. Well, it was like how do you even coach with that hanging over you? It's not possible. Well, they've sabotaged him and then now he's gone. They kind of like last – they kind of – you know what they've done a little bit? It's kind of like the last dance, you know, when they like. Dude, I'm fu- I was about Jack- to say that. I'm, feel, four, I'm watching Jack- it again. Oh, I, well, I'm like four episodes in. I was like, this is the Des Hasler thing. Well, this is like what they try to do to Phil Jackson. Yeah, don't spoil it because I've watched it before and I can't remember what happens. But I mean like yeah, right, that, there wasn't like a scandal with the thing. They just were like champions, but it's like a bit different. They're trying to, similar, yeah. Similar in some ways. Yeah, no, it's totally similar. It's like they don't need a new coach right now. No. They don't need like well someone well it's kind of like someone had to fall for it for what are we talking about for manly the or pride saga like someone since the players didn't really end up copying much why did criticism someone, someone's got to fall on their sword for that happening because it's brought the club undone well didn't and it's and like it's not going to be the club CEOs and owners and whatnot you know I think they've kind of why does someone have to fall I thought the fall had already been taken like by their season just being. No, nah, that wasn't it. But I kind someone's got to be the scapegoat for that happening. And I get that they were kind of they kind of set him up for that to to happen, mm-hmm. for that to be him. Um, that was the start of the end for Des. Unfortunately, I think in hindsight, it's kind of bad for him because like he's he's went to protect the players, but it's those players that have ultimately made him lose his job for actions they did. I wonder what the and repercussions will be like amongst the playing group. Like, do you think? People who are in Dez's corner will be like, well, now do you see this? You're 
I don't know. Who are you angry? At? Okay, say you're. Let's say you're Jake, right? Yeah. And Jake is in full support of Dez, from my understanding, mm. as a lot of the players are, I'm sure. Did Jake's frustrations would they be directed? Where this is speculation, we probably shouldn't be speculating on a player. I'm just using Jake as an example, right? To, why don't you just say? Why don't you say hey, if you're a manly? Player, if you're a manly player who who like Des, let's say I'm playing for Manly, I'm behind Des. You know, am I frustrated at my teammates for? Mm, it's tough now because cost, costing you the season and now your coach. Yeah, yeah, you'd be frustrated. Or would you be frustrated with the club for not communicating this properly with the playing group? No, I think you'd be frustrated with the players. Because that their actions have had such like a follow-on effect now. It's yeah. come to this. Yeah. But, you know, like how do you rebuild a team after Are that? you just frustrated with oh, – excuse me. Are you just frustrated with, you know, the club in general for like letting this even happen? This would never happen at a no. top-tier club. Well, I don't – but it's not the club's – it's not really – like it's the play. it was the player's choice. I know it was the player's choice, but the club didn't communicate this with the players. But I it find it hard to believe that they – like that they didn't communicate it with the players. Well, they didn't. They like, it was I a marketing it, I, ploy. I find it hard to believe that they didn't know that it was going to come, that it was happening. I think they didn't until the week off. That was the whole thing about it. Yeah, but they I don't didn't know tell. if I believe that. You don't believe it? I don't know if I believe that, no. And I think, yeah, I don't know. It's tough, right? It's very tough. I don't really know. I'm. Mm-hmm. I just think they didn't want to. They didn't want to what? Play? Like the jersey, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they wanted to either. But I think, like, had this been communicated properly... um. And it wasn't because I, the way that it was, it's kind of come out is that it was a marketing ploy, right? Was it though? Yeah. Yeah. I, it was a marketing scheme. Um, it is. Yeah. I, it is in some ways. I think it is also just like an initiative at the same time. Like it's just like a positive initiative. Like yeah. But the way initiative. that it was done, the way that it was done, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm fully behind, behind this in the way. And, like I think this part of the NRL definitely is lacking, yeah, for sure. But the way that Manly hijacked the women in league round, yeah, and you know they were the only ones in on it. Met, let's say Manly and Des didn't even know the players and the coach didn't even know it was coming until let's say it was the week before, mm. and they go this weekend you're wearing these jerseys, and the players go, well, hang on, like that doesn't align with what I believe in. I didn't sign up for this, mm. you know. I'm not defending the players. I think they should wear the jerseys. It's mm. a fucking stripe, dude, for God's sake. But, like, I can understand, like, why – I can understand how it came undone from that perspective. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I can I can understand what you're saying, but I just – I don't know. I just think it's still the players' fault at the end of the day. Mm. It's still, like, ultimately them doing that has unraveled everything. Yes. Yes. Um, but, yeah, Des is gone. So Seabolt is tipped to come in. Big job, bit of a rebuild. Um, not as much like a roster rebuild, but just a confidence rebuild, I'd say. I don't know where you're at as a Manly fan. I don't know where – I don't really know where you'd be at. Mm, Josh Schuster in training. They got a couple like – This a is squad. a massive year for them because it's kind of like, okay, you've built this roster. You've had the same team pretty much the last three years. Now show us what you can do. And if it's not happening this year, do you blow up, do you blow up your team? And start again. Mm. Because. How many years has Cherry Evans got left? Still probably a couple, a couple right? Quite a few, I'd say. 
He's on mm. pretty decent money. Yeah, interesting, interesting five-year period for Manly coming up. I think definitely. Um, Look, I I wouldn't be happy about Des leaving. No, nah, no, I wouldn't be happy. He, like, he is a proven, proven coach. We covered it last week. You know, premiership-winning coaches are hard to come by. Um, Manly had one and had one that loved the club, mm. and now they've. Did you see Steve Ranoff's comments about Seabold? Yeah. It was like he, you know, he but essentially. No, but it ended so badly at the Broncos. Like, of course, they're going to shit. He's going to be salty. But he was like, yeah, he, he like wool pulled us and now he's wool pulled Manly as well. So it's, he's, I've heard he's a great guy though, Anthony Seabold. I, I kind of find it hard to think that he's like not a good coach. Like, obviously, if he's got this many jobs, he was an assistant at Melbourne. He was head coach at the Rabbitohs for a bit. Mate, that Broncos team was such a poison chalice. It's not like he went in there for a season and then. Like he made them shit. They were shit for like three years after that. Mm. Like it's not like it was his fault that that happened. Mm. He got that squad and then it fell apart once he got there. Like it was a bit of like a bit of a poison chalice, if you will. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like yeah, they made the they were a solid team before that. But remember what happened? They played two games. They were a really solid team. They won those first two games. COVID came back. Rubbish. Mm. And then they were rubbish for like two years after that. Yeah. I don't think that's got much to do with Seabolt. I think that had a lot to do with who was in their team. Yeah. Well, Brody Croft was their halfback with the greatest respect to Brody. But he's the player of the year in the Super League. Mm. Yeah. Um, so let's start in Rugby League, but let's hit the Rugby League World Cup. Something started up on the weekend. I did watch a bit of the England-Samoa game. Um, Samoa heavily tipped in this World Cup to go far, do well, kick on. However, they got rolled by uh, tournament hosts England. Towed. Towed up, absolutely towed up. Um, I watched a fair bit of it. Uh, set completion from Samoa, pretty poor, not going to lie. Was there any direction out there? Um, and I really think something that hurt them is the fact that they have – they don't have a like a class hooker. Who's playing hooker? Danny, Danny Levi Danny was Levi. playing hooker. And Who, yeah. respectfully to Danny Levi, he did not have a good game at all. Mm. At all. I did not think he played well. Did, who and signed hooker, Broncos. Did, okay. And the hooker leads you around the park as much like I mean halfback and your halves do as well, but hooker's a very important part of the game. Yep. I just thought Samoa didn't have that. Maybe I would drop him for the next game, if I'm being honest. I would probably be playing um, Harris Tavita, Harris Channel Tavita in there. Oh, okay. He's a good defender as well. He's a good defender, plays nine, can kick. Um, I just think he'd be better. Chanel. More of a running game. Interesting. You know, I like that. I like it a he's lot. He's played nine for the Warriors before. Well, he's a he's a um, proven first grader. Yep, exactly. So I'd like to see him play instead of Danny Levi. I think, um, think that would be a better mix. And it'd be good to have another runner in there because it would take the pressure off Luai. It'd be interesting to see what the relationship is between Luai and Milford and their roles like on the field. Well, Milford put on – well, uh, Luai was getting on the ball a lot. Luai – I mean, Milford actually was playing pretty good okay. until he put on the world's latest hit and got 10 in the bin. Right. Uh, and then England scored like four tries in 10 minutes. Okay. So – but Samoa didn't play – they just looked very out of sync. And then Milford got that – like they had plenty of the ball, didn't – Catalyze Milford got sent off. I mean, Sinbind, and then it was all it was properly all over. Then 
Yeah. Have Tonga haven't played, have they? Tonga haven't played yet. When no. do they play? Uh, Tomorrow? Uh, yeah, they'll be playing in the next couple of days. Who are they playing? Good question. Who are Tonga playing? Are they playing like Lebanon or something? No, Lebanon played New Zealand. Oh, Joe Manu? Freak. Hello. Freak. Um, okay, what tournament? I know it's kind of easy to say now that they've played the first couple games, but we were supposed to do this the other day. What are your kind of thoughts and pre- predictions on this tournament? Um, like who do you consider to be like winning? Who do you think is, you know, going to be player of the tournament? Who do you, who do you think is going to have, you know, dark horse? Who do you think is going to do well? Um, I was, I, I heard on a podcast that I think Australia and New Zealand are on the same side of the bracket. So they're going to play each other in the semis. Really? So one of them's not making the final. That'll be sick. Which kind of sucks. Mm. Um, so I'm assuming the final will be, I mean, I was, I probably would have said Tonga were stronger than some, some are anyway, mm. but I think the final will be, I don't know where Tonga are in the bracket, but I would assume they're the third best team, right? Yeah. Um, England a bit like. Don't people, write them off. Don't people write. were writing England off straight away. And I was like, dude, they've got, they've got a pretty good team. Like I think any team that has a good seven or instantly makes me go, okay, they might be all right. Mm. You know, and they've got George Williams there. They got a bunch of um, first Young's graders playing in, well. playing in the back row. John Bateman. Yeah. Elliot Whitehead. Mm-hmm. Victor Bradley. Yeah. That's a good Victor back row. Victor played well. So. Look, I, yeah, dude, after – look, it's easy to say now and after watching England absolutely tail Samoa, but they might just be right up there in the mix. I think um, mm. I think Joey Manu's your man to watch. I think every time he plays fullback, it's like – It's on. It's on. He was just so – he was just electric. Like, the, try, the try he scored where he chipped it for himself, like palms off four people. You're just going – this bloke is a genuine freak. Yeah. Yeah. It's those players that are blessed with that just natural athleticism. Like, and we've been talking about for ages. Him and Suali, like, what, six foot four? Similar mm. kind of nature. Just like, they're just from 18, 19, 20, they're just built different. They're just athletes. Athletes, dude. And then to, to have that skill and flair that Joey Manu has, I just want to see him play fullback. Mm. I, I'm not necessarily saying I want to see him leave the Roosters or anything. I don't, I don't have any qualms there at all, but I, I just want to see him in that. Fullback jersey. Well, he has the impact of like the bet when he plays fullback, he has the impact and like plays six. He has the impact of well, as a top tier fullback. At, he has the same impact as the best players in the competition. Totally. When he plays there. Um, and then that New Zealand team as well. Like, they never, I don't think Jerome Hughes was playing either. No, he wasn't. Got D bags. Brandon Smith is in there. Like, their team is just. Like got such a good mix of experience, speed, and skill. Yeah, um, which makes makes them really exciting in my books. I think New Zealand could beat Australia. I actually was saying this to my sister. I think yeah, I was talking to my sister the other day, and she, we, I was saying, oh, have you are you gonna watch any of the World Cup games? Because she likes their footy. And she's like, no. And I was saying how I I wanted someone. I didn't want Australia to win because I'm like. Australia always kind of win. It makes it – it's more interesting if someone else is competing and I think this year New Zealand definitely could win and I think they will. It's got to be one of the strongest New Zealand sides we've seen. Mm. That one in 08 that 
Was it 08? With Benji. With yeah. Benji. Yeah, yeah. That team from memory wasn't as strong as this team. No, this is a much Because that was Benji's team. There was no seven or mm. Isaac Luke was probably playing hooker. Yeah. I don't know who would have been. Jason Nightingale was uh, on yeah, the wing, I think. on the wing. Yeah, he would have been. That team wouldn't have been as strong as this one. And no, that Australia right. team was stacked. That was like, that, that was, was Pete Queensland. Slater, that was Crump, Pete Queensland yeah. team. Yeah. That so, was just Benji Brilliant too. Mm. But this New Zealand team is is the real deal. Tongan team as well. I haven't seen them play yet. But I mean, the back, like, that Tongan team is stacked. Yeah. Like, the, they've had players drop out and the team, it, it has an effect how good that team's going to be. Yeah. Because the team is just insanely yeah. good. Yeah. Um, forward pack in particular is next level. Probably mm. the best in the league, in the comp, I would argue. Who's their hooker? Hmm. Havili? Is it? Maybe. I think, like, honestly, the rest of that, f- the forward pack is so good. Sonny Luke. I don't even know who that is. Sonny Luke. Olakowatu's playing lock. Like, look at that team. Kolomatangi, Kafusi, Takeaho, Fanua Blake. Lolahia Amone. And is is Jason, is, J- is it said Jason's playing yet or not? Tamalolo? Yeah. Um, they might be resting, like Kafusi. Like that's just it. David Fafita and Tavita Taval, uh, Fodueka, Ben. Like they're coming off the bench. You got Talakai there as well. Talakai's not even in the squad. No, oh, no he's, he's in injured. the reserves. He's like, coming back from an injury. Like the fact that David Fafita and Jason Tamalano are not in this team, and that's how good it is already. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, excuse me. That's crazy. Are you serious? I I still I think I don't know I think they'll kind of I'm gonna say I th- dude I know their team stacked I think they'll struggle. Who Tonga? No. Yeah. No. Look at their backline as well. Like they're just like pace and power all over the. Park. I'm gonna say that's my that's my hot take, mate. Amone Amone to light it up this World Cup. Just watch. They'll be a still top five, top six team, but I don't think they'll I don't think they'll worry Australia or New Zealand. I don't think they have the spine. Just watch, mate. Just watch. Okay. Just wait and see. What's Thanks. your uh, – so that's my – I'd say Joey Manu is my player to watch. Um, player Tonga, of the tournament. Tonga is my hot take. And uh, player of the tournament, um, Munster. Okay. I'm going Joey Manu, player of the tournament, um, player to watch. I'm going to play to watch Joseph Suwali. I know yeah. they had a bad game first up. Um, but he still had plenty of highlights there. And then I'm going to go, who do I think will win? I think New Zealand's going to win. If you were a smart man and you listened to the Barflies podcast week in, week out, you'd know how many tips we've got right this year. Yeah. So we, we, we're we not ones to get it wrong. We aren't ones to get it wrong. Um, Maybe you and I should put our multis together for this tournament. We should. The Barflies multis. Actually, because... What did we get right this year? We got Dalliem. We got the... Uh, what else? What did we get right? We got Dalliem right. You got the grand final score right. Yep. And then I, I, picked, said, um, I said Dylan Edwards for the Clive Churchill. I picked um, Titans bottom four, which yep. I nearly got shot for at the start of the season. The yep. backlash on that was yeah, immense. You did. you did say that. And that was correct. Yep. We picked Knights bottom four, but that wasn't saying much. Um, no and one, I picked no Origin. One. I picked Origin 2-1 Queensland. You did too. So. 
We get footy. We get rugby league. We get footy. Um, I'm just going to jump in real quick to the Cricket World Cup. Just jump to in. wrap us up. Do you want to – should we just announcement this morning, Pat Cummins, ODI captain? Yeah, I saw that. Um, don't hate it. Don't love it either. Who would you love. have? Sorry? I would have Smith or Warner. Well, they'll be there or thereabouts. Same – you imagine Smith. Our best, to be fair, our best – like Aaron Finch, gun T20 captain – Dave Warner is a better T20 captain than Aaron Finch. He captains in the IPL. Okay. You only captain in the IPL if you're like one of the best players on the planet, mm. which he is. He's just like – and he's won the IPL. Mm. He's like the third – He's you know, he like in the IPL, the hardest cricketing competition in the world, mm. like that is not the international game. Of course. He's the third highest run scorer. It's impressive stuff. Impressive. It's really impressive, impressive stuff. Um, he's the real deal, Dave Warner. Uh, but, yeah, pumped for this World Cup. Starts next week. Opening game, New Zealand versus Australia. Um, the Australian team, for those who are interested, still has plenty of question marks over it. They've not really – they've been kind of very ambiguous with who they're going to lock in. They also did this at the beginning of the last World Cup. They kind of lost some series and lost some games before the last T20 World Cup, changed the team a lot. They kind of played everyone a couple games just to be like, all right, who's who's who in the zoo? Yeah. Um, but I still don't know what they're going to do. I don't know whether they'll keep the exact same team because some, some of the guys from that team that won last year are – Seriously out of form. For example? Like Glenn Maxwell, seriously out of form. Um, who else is out of form? Like Smith hasn't played in a couple of games. Although he's like the best he's like one of the best players on the planet. Who knows what his form's gonna be like if he hasn't played. I, was just... I want him to be in the team though. Tim David, very hot and cold. Um like you just don't know what these gonna like Aaron Finch, very hot and cold at the moment. He's been playing well recently. Will it continue when they get, you know, they've not been versing like the best options because they're, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit worried what they're going to do with this team, to be perfectly honest. Um, Are you confident in Australia's, you know, ability to win this tournament? I reckon they can win, but I just don't know whether they're going to pick the right team or not because I think they're going to have to change their team a little bit to the last Do you tournament. think they will? I know you want them to and you think they have to. Do think, you think I they will? No. I don't think they will. I think they probably need to change like one or two players. But I don't think they will. But I'm also of the belief like what annoys me about the, the, the setup in the Australian team for the Cricket World Cup and the T20s and some people kind of – it's this is mostly just for the T20s to be fair, not so much the test. And I said this to someone and they kind of like – like that doesn't make any sense, but it actually does. So why – so Australia have the Big Bash, right? But – and they have all these players that play in the Big Bash and they're like trying to grow the domestic game and grow domestic talent in this area. But yet all these players have massive breakout seasons in the BPL, right? But then they never – they play like two T20s for Australia and that's it. But they don't let anyone out. They don't like – give them many games yeah right and they could play well in the australian team but they only give them like three t20s at the end of the summer and that's it mm. but that's like the future of the team mm. they play three games out of the 
20 they might play in a year. Mm. You know, mm. it doesn't actually, it doesn't make that much sense to me. Mm. Um, and a lot of the guys in the team, especially at the moment, in the in the national team, are, are in their thirties. Mm. Like they're an older they're an older team. You know, mm. um, I think it's kind of like the time is now to make the change. But after this World Cup, I reckon quite a few of those players will start getting weeded out of the Australian team. Like I reckon this is it. I reckon players like Maxwell Stoinis, um, Wade, Aaron Finch. I definitely think this could be their last World Cup. Dave Warner to an extent maybe even. I don't think so much for him but definitely some of the others. Mm. I think like Stoin, Wade, Maxwell, you know, Finch, yeah. this could be the last. They seem like those names, again, obviously, disclaimer, casual cricket fan, those names that you sort of rattle off there kind of strike me as the like the mid-tier players of Australian cricket. They never – it was almost kind of like they didn't reach the, mm. the heights that we needed them to. Well, T20's their game, Monday cricket and T20. Couple of them could have maybe played Test, but they never quite got to that level. Mm. But then they, the thing with those guys is they're all like game. They can win you a game out of nowhere, but they can also make really silly mistakes. Like mm. the amount of times I've seen Glenn Maxwell come in and save an innings, but they also they, he's done the same amount of times where he comes in and you need him the most, and he throws it away. Yeah, so. He's been doing that a lot. He's just been in bad form recently. He's been doing it a lot. Does that mean good form is on the cards? Who knows? But we can only hope. When does that start? Next week or cool. this weekend, I should say. Um, I reckon – That's in it. It's in Australia. Oh, it is in Australia. Yeah. Um, I think – geez, I think India always play pretty well uh, in the T20 World Cups. They weren't too crash hot last year. South Africa will also be – they've been playing pretty well. It's kind of hard to really – with the thing with T20, it's, it's so hard to like pick a tournament winner because literally it can go – so many of those games can go either way. Yeah. Um, if I was going to pick a winner, I would say a bit of a dark horse. I kind of feel like – I actually think South Africa could win. Which is a bit of a dark horse. I like that. There'd probably be value there. Yeah, it's a bit of a dark horse pick. They've got they've got their team's quality. They've they've all their players in the team have played a lot of international cricket now. A lot of them have played in the IPL. They've played across the world. Um, Australian conditions aren't too dissimilar to that of South Africa. Mm. They always play well, pretty well here. Um, I think they could win. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how Australia will go. Defending champions. I hope they do all right. Yeah. But again, like in like can really go anyway. Is the T twenty World Cup every year? No, it's like every three years. It hasn't been three years, has it? No, but because of COVID, the other one got delayed. But this like one was already years. scheduled, so then yeah. it just ended up being Yeah, gotcha. Year after. Yeah, cool. Um Is that pretty much it? Yeah, sport wise, I'll go. I'll I'll chuck in one more thing in there. I reckon top wicket taker, um, Rabada, Savia, for the tournament. Okay. Top run scorer, um, top run scorer. I'm gonna say, 
I think Dave Warner will be top run scorer of the tournament. That's my picks. I like it. Yeah. Put that in a multi. Lock it Put in your money in. where your mouth is. Lock it in, Eddie. Um, okay, I think that's about it for sports. Not too much happened in the Premier League. I don't think City finally fucking lost. Mm-hmm. Um, World Cup's a month away, so we will get into that at some stage. We Maybe will. in two or three weeks, we'll do a bit of a review. Yeah. I've kind of been a bit checked out from the world of football just in general, I think. Like, when I used to play FIFA heaps, I used to be really, like, in tune with what was going on, but I'm not as much anymore. Um, so I might have to do some research before that. But, um, yeah, I think that's just about us today. Song this week. New release. New release. New release. Friends of the show. Bryn and D-Lo. Labor in Vain by Mac the Knife. Um, single launch 28th of October. Get your ears Are you going to go? If I'm not working, I'll come. See if you can squeeze your good mate in there somewhere. Yeah, I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can make time for him. Delo has um, been telling everyone um, Mac the Knife is his band. Yeah. So, it, is, it is his band. Yeah, it's his band. Um, yeah. We've seen them live before. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you Bonnie go to the View? last one? Bonnie oh, View. the Bonnie View. I was yep. there. Yes, I was there. Um, great time. Great band. Check him out. Um, get around it. If we're, I think we're going to have d on at some stage on the pod. Yeah, we've been trying to noodle him into the podcast. Noodle him in. Um, Punk rock star slash neuroscientist. World's, world's most handsome, smartest man. <laughs> <laughs> Can do it all. Yeah, what can he do? Can do it all. World's greatest scarf wearer. One of the great scarf wearers. I think he's the great scarf wearer because he's the only person I know that wears a scarf. I haven't seen him rock it too often. Well, it's not winter anymore. No. But he he can pull it off. Yeah. I'm going to ask him that. Tips the tips the scarf trade when he gets here. Oh, for sure. When we get him on eventually. We'll interrogate him about that. Um, Other than that, I think that's about us for today. That's the episode. Thanks for listening. Hopefully it wasn't too dribbly today. That felt nice. It felt good. It felt good. It yeah. did feel good. I felt I feel invigorated after that. I like having lots of notes. Yeah, having notes. I'm pro note. Very pro note. Yeah. I'm pro note. I'm pro note. We had a short turnaround, so I didn't have anything this week. But the week before I had a fair bit. We literally had so many notes this week that we didn't even need to write any down. I had one. I had one too. I had one. That's all I had. But, you know, we get through our work and that's what we've done. Thanks for coming. I'm Alexander. My name's Cody. Laters. You need to turn the mic off.